0: You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, a show about discovering strengths and solving problems. So what are we waiting for? Let's get into it.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Heather Solves Everything. This is the show where I take credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to the people who actually are. It's a problem-solving show, and each week I bring your biggest problems to the experts with solutions. Sometimes they're just my friends with solutions, but... It all works out. Now, I'm Heather Fusole, but my friends call me Healthy Heather because I'm a National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach. That means that I work with people to help them live healthy, balanced lives. And I'm really glad that you're here. Now, before we jump into today's show, remember to look for Heather Solves Everything on Facebook and Instagram. That's where I post all the extra stuff and where I'm sharing the 22 things that I'm doing in 2022. And whichever podcast app you're listening on, click follow or subscribe or whatever button means you're going to get all of the episodes as soon as they're ready. I publish every Monday, and I want to have those episodes ready and waiting for you. And if you like my show, tell your friends. Thank you for sharing your favorite episodes. You can even share the ones that weren't your favorite, but you listen to them anyway. It all matters. I'll take it all. Now, today we are checking in with Alex. If you're new to um, the Alex project, oh. which is, yeah, what I'm calling this, this project that we're doing, then go back to episodes 25 and 26. We recorded those at the beginning of January, and you'll get caught up on all of the scoop. Uh, but to sum it up, Alex is sharing her personal journey towards more balance and health in her life. And we are learning along the way with her. Welcome back, Alice. Thank you. Happy to be here. All right. Are you ready to solve everything? I'm ready. Let's get into it. All right. Okay. It's been a minute since we talked for real. The last time that we were together, we had been a couple of weeks into the new year. You were just starting to get some traction on your healthy habits. Let's recap for new listeners and get them caught up to speed on what you're doing. Why are we doing the Alex Project? All right. Well, after
0: last year, I had some, you know, red flags for my body going up. I had some health problems where my heart was was giving me some trouble and turned out that it was just me not taking care of myself. And so going into this year, I said, this is going to be a top priority and we're going to make it happen. So this project is all about, you know, finding balance and getting through my goals this year. And
1: guys, the reason why we're doing this on the air is because Alex is just one one representative of a big group of people that are all dealing with the same type of issue or something like it. And that is stress and everyday trauma that takes a toll on your body and the the busyness that we all get into of trying to be everything to everybody. And I'm willing to bet that you know somebody or you are somebody who finds yourself feeling like you're just running in a hamster wheel and you're not sure if anything you're doing is really making an impact, if anything you're doing is really making a difference, if anybody even knows, (laughs) and if you're ever going to be able to stop. Right. And the whole time people are like, what's for dinner? Are we there yet? Can I have another snack? I don't have any socks. Where's my underwear? (laughs) Exactly.
0: So (laughs) this year is all about finding balance and just really enjoying life. And I, at the end of the year, I want to, I want to be happy with all the progress I've made. So I'm really excited about this.
1: Me too. Me too. Okay. So the last time that we were together, I asked you, what would you like to be celebrating next month? And you said you wanted to be celebrating that you had consistently cooked dinner. Mm -hmm. So get us up to speed. How's that going? Right. So (laughs)
0: it went well for a few weeks Yay! and that's, that's usually how uh, those New Year's resolutions go, huh? Mm-hmm. And after a few weeks of it going pretty well, I was, you know, not uh, spot on with everything, but, but doing pretty good. And then the unexpected happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we go into quarantine, mm-hmm. and cooking meals isn't as easy, because yeah. everybody's stuck in the house and driving each other nuts, and, um, you know, maybe we had a little bit more takeout that week than I had originally expected, but... Um, Otherwise started out pretty good and just trying to figure out how to to work with those unexpected, yeah. you know, veers off the
1: path. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that goal had two purposes. You mm-hmm. know, one of them was practical. It provided lunch for the next day because it fed into this goal that you had of having a lunch hour mm-hmm. when you could recenter yourself and and do some self-care time. And by having leftovers from the night before, y- you didn't have to, like, make food. Right. And so that was just right there. So that led, you know, when we start kind of backing into the goal, OK, well, then that means I need to make dinner. Yeah. And then you discovered double benefit. Right. Right. It turns out that dinner is one of your making dinner is one of your favorite things. Yeah, and actually triple benefit
0: than that making dinner. I'm sitting down with my family to eat the dinner. So I'm getting lunch the next day. I'm enjoying that time cooking dinner. And then I get the family time that I've been searching for of just, you know, being in the moment with them.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And so you had a good track record, you know, getting into some momentum. And then, of course boom (laughs) screeching hall but you it's not like you were without resources food still showed up right we had
0: family step in um that's definitely something giving myself a little grace is uh allowing people to help Mm -hmm. (laughs) for someone who wants to be in control all the time it's really difficult to say yeah you know what it'd be nice if you just sent a meal over um I actually reached out to my husband's mom because he ha- he loves penne alla vodka, um, specifically hers. And so uh, she was like, oh, let me know if there's anything I can do to help. And I said, actually, <laughs> if you'd like to drop off some penne alla vodka, that'd be great. And then, of course, she brought cookies for the kids yeah. and, you know, all the things. And so unexpected things happen, but we were able to ask for help, get what we needed. And now we're you know, trying to get back on track with
1: getting those habits going again. So did you find that having the dinner prepared the night before actually did lead into you being able to have that lunch hour? It
0: did. Yeah.
1: I was really, really giddy is the word that
0: I was using for a while. I'm like, I can't believe this is my real life. (laughs) Like I get a, I get a lunch hour. What is this? I'm eating food before, you know, my blood sugar drops
1: at three o'clock. Like this is amazing. Well, and last month you reflected that that lunch hour time was also a natural transition into switching from coffee to water. Mm -hmm. Has that stayed in place? It has.
0: So before I would drink coffee until maybe two o'clock when my body started saying, hello, you (laughs) haven't fed me yet. And then I would eat and switch to water while creating that lunch hour at 1130 just naturally, you know, ended the coffee a little bit earlier. And now it's a healthier habit that I've instated in my life that
1: I'm drinking water and eating food earlier in the day. Yay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so it sounds like there's some new and improved communication going on and some increased trust between you and your body. Yeah. That mm-hmm. you, your body can now ask for what it wants, knowing that you're going to respond Mm-hmm. with something helpful, yes, not and, just another cup of coffee.
0: Right. Yeah. Actually, you know, nutritious food right. that you need. <laughs> <It's> amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I feel so much better. I don't know why. It's just like <laughs> it's this crazy thing. Um, but one thing I did notice was uh, sometimes I wasn't able to execute my lunch hour exactly at the time I had planned on doing it that day for whatever reason. Um, but I found that I... Just built it in somewhere else in the day. Good. So I wouldn't necessarily let it go completely, but it just would maybe be at a different time.
1: That's great. Yeah. I love that because you are not making yourself stick to a rigid, all or nothing type of scenario where if I don't start lunch at 1130, then I've screwed up the day and I might as well not even try anymore. Yep. (laughs)
0: Which would have been my old way of doing things is like, well, I'm just going to talk, you know, lunch isn't happening today, whatever, you know, but not, not now. So it's turned
1: into a priority. Yep. You know, we make time for our priorities. We make room in our lives for the things that are really important to us. And this has come up to the level of this is important and it needs to have a space. And it might be at, you know, 1230, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's going to happen. Yeah. That's awesome. So, guys, we are about to head out for a quick break. But when we come back, you're going to hear the answer that Alex has for the question that I asked her after we stopped recording last time. And that was all of this talk about cooking and dinner and how meaningful this is to you makes me wonder the ingredients, the instructions, how it all comes together. I'm curious to know... What Alex has discovered needs to be on her list, and how we start cooking with gas in 2022. Stay with us, we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Healthy Heather, and I'm so excited to announce that my book is ready for you to pre-order. It's called Happy Healthy You, Breaking the Rules for a Well-Balanced Life. I wrote this book because the healthy living to-do list is short and simple. Eat healthy, exercise, get some rest, and don't stress out. But knowing and doing are two different things, so help is here. We're going to explore how to understand your values and priorities, set boundaries, create a true vision for your life, and enjoy the benefits of healthy living right now. It's a 52-week guide, your path to finding a healthy lifestyle that suits your unique needs. Each entry includes a story with inspiration and advice, as well as a journaling prompt, weekly assignment, and reflection questions. I can't wait for you to read it. It'll be in stores May 2022, but you can pre-order it now wherever books are sold. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. And today we are checking in with Alex. The Alex Project is a year long project (laughs) there's no other better word when alex is going to be sharing her personal journey towards more balance in her life and um, episodes 25 and 26 were recorded at the beginning of january is where we kicked this off um and so if you're new and you want to hear what she's already done go and listen to those um but this is our third conversation And the last time we were in the studio together, as soon as we turned off the mics, I ripped off my headphones (laughs) and I said, I've got an I've got a question for you. And it was, what is your recipe for life? We're talking about cooking being the foundation of what makes everything else possible and so, I'm curious to know, what is your recipe for life? So, I gave you some homework. Yeah. So, <laughs> tell us what you came back with. All right. Well,
0: here's my, you know, my list of must-haves. Okay. If you want to call it that. Um, two runs a week. Okay. Plus some cross-training, which in my mommy world is like, you know, taking walks around the neighborhood with the three-year-old that mm-hmm. never stops running. Um, rest time, recovery time to really, you know, dial down, tune in and just take it easy. Um, a meal plan, which has to also include takeout nights because I'm giving myself that luxury that I deserve a takeout night here and there. Uh, weekly therapy appointment. I have been in doing some talk therapy for four or five months now and weekly is going really well. So we're just going to keep that up for right now. A daily lunch hour to do what I need to do for myself while the husband and children are out of the house, (laughs) spend weekends with my family. And this one is, you know, more going with the flow. Okay. Turning the clock, not looking at the clock. And just going with you know sun up and sundown, just go with the flow. Really, just let it be. See where life takes you on those weekend days. Um, And then a monthly date with my husband. It's really hard to like make that happen sometimes, and it's so easy to just let that go to the wayside. Yeah. So that's that's the last like definitely need to make that happen?
1: Sounds delicious, yeah, okay. Two runs a week, a meal plan that includes takeout, therapy, cross training, lunch hour, weekends with family when you turn off the phone, no schedule, go with the flow, whatever mm-hmm. happens, and at least once a month, date night with your husband. Yes, okay. I gotta tell you that sounds completely reasonable. <laughs> I'm a terrible cook, and even I could cook that,
0: yeah. You yeah. know, a month ago, I would say, no, that sounds completely unreasonable. Really? <laughs> yes.
1: Well, so tell me about the process that you went through to discover this. If right. I was creating my recipe for my life, I-, I think that I might get overwhelmed at first thinking about everything that I want in my life and then having to pare down what really needs to be in the recipe. Like, what are my ingredients for, like, being a person?
0: Yeah, so I will say that I spent one of my weekly therapy sessions on this. Okay. <laughs> so I've talked this out with, with my person. Um, and so that's where I got some of it is just kind of like talking through like what's going well, um, what's not going so well, and just taking a moment to kind of think through that. So that was, you know, the foundation and basis of it. And then I think the big thing was just like taking notes along the way. You know, when I was going through my day, like, oh, that that really, like, went well. Like, Let's, all right, write that down, because I'm not going to remember this later on, right. especially with life being so crazy. Like, I just, taking notes along the way, I I knew at first exactly what I needed, like, you know, the cooking, we got to eat, those types of things. But then on top of that, it was just paying attention to what was really happening and what was feeling good, and then writing that down so I remember it
1: later. <laughs> Here, What I love about that is, here's the thing, guys. You are the expert on you. You are the one who knows what's best for you. And so when you notice, that was great. I need more of that. Mm-hmm. You don't need to wonder whether or not you're correct. You are correct. If your brain and your body are telling you, I need more of that, then it needs to be in the recipe. Yep. Yeah.
0: So, you know, there. those were like the the ingredients that had specific measurements per uh-huh. se. Okay. And then, you know, there's those things like, Oh, a pinch of salt, uh-huh. or you know, like the little things that are here and there. And like we've talked about before, I'm a control freak overachiever, like really like to be on top of things. Um, so I, don't, I, I, I don't want, know what that's a lot. I know about. it's just, <laughs> so, so I don't want to lose that because that's a really good Part of me. I'm a go-getter. I really, you know, I like to be a high achieving person. So I want a sprinkle of that. Yeah. But then I need a whole lot of grace. Okay. And flexibility. I love <laughs> And that. those two things don't always coincide very well, but
1: we're learning. Well, the first, the <laughs> fact that you have awareness of that is, is going to make it a lot easier. You know, I, I, I think that people like you and me who are high-achieving, intense, some people might say, <laughs> people, we get told sometimes that we need to lower our volume. We need to scale ourselves back like like there's something wrong with that. And we can definitely run ourselves into the ground, mm-hmm. but I don't like trying to pretend like I'm not the person that I am. Right. And, and so I think even more than a sprinkle, I'd say like a full tablespoon.
0: It's like garlic, like, you know, you just- To taste. taste. Season to taste,
1: and I like it spicy. Yeah,
0: I like it very garlicky.
1: <laughs> but having that grace of of realizing that, you know, this is a process, mm-hmm. this is a journey. It is not an examination.
0: And we don't have control over everything. There are just things that are out of my control that have really knocked me off course, but it's all about coming back to the path, right? Well, you know, <laughs> speaking
1: of things that have knocked you off course, you shared a chart with me earlier this week <laughs> and that you had written on it with like exclamation points and stuff. Tell us about the chart. Yeah, so I got a Fitbit for Christmas. I wanted to be able to track my heart
0: rate a little bit more to kind of, you know, just be checking in more often um, other than just like EKG, is that the urgent care type of thing? Right,
1: (laughs) yeah, you want to know before you end up at urgent care.
0: Yeah, so, you know, I got the Fitbit, have been wearing that for a while, was checking in on heart rates and stuff like that. And I saw these spikes happening on my resting heart rate and I've got a pretty low resting heart rate. It's usually like low sixties, high fifties. Um, and then there was these spikes that was like going up in the seventies for a few days. And I started looking at the dates and it correlated with when I was like losing childcare for a quarantine or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like proof that, you know, my, my mental well being. And my body are all talking at the same time. And when I was super stressed out, my heart rates were going up for days. Mm-hmm. And then, as soon as things kind of settled back down,
1: my heart rate went down too. Yeah,
0: and that was like mind
1: blowing for me. <laughs> I and mean, when you were able to see it visually, right? And you could you could pinpoint, oh, that's when childcare got messed up. That's when you know somebody got COVID. Mm-hmm. That's when school did whatever. And, you know, we think of those things when we're in the hamster wheel as just like, you know, blips on the radar of like, oh, well, you know, stuff happens, stuff happens. But your body has a response to that. Mm -hmm. And if left unchecked, it can it's going to get what it needs from somewhere. And it's going to be from your 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 well-being. Mm -hmm. And so you noticed those patterns Mm -hmm. and trends. So now what do you know helps with. regulating your heart rate oh well all the
0: ingredients in my recipe so just had to kind of you know maybe simplify the recipe a little bit Mm -hmm. and not have that like 15 ingredient list and maybe go down to the like five ingredient recipe (laughs) for a little while and then I'm gonna build back up and go into the more you know in-depth recipe that takes a little bit more skill but we're just gonna Okay. into our way into it.
1: <laughs> so I, I like how how this is like you're starting with a recipe that I could cook. Yeah. <laughs> and like five ingredients and you're like you don't even have to measure that much. Mm-hmm. Just toss it in. And the one pan recipe right, where you just like literally yeah, dump.
0: <laughs> that's where I am.
1: Dump it all in. <laughs> And um, but you are allowing room for it to become something different over time. But, you know, right now this is where you are Mm -hmm. and you've you've figured out your ingredient list. And it's it's really succinct and to the things that really feed into what your ultimate goal is, is to have that chart be a nice moderate (laughs) line and that the spikes (laughs) are because you're laughing so hard. Yeah. You know what's going on in life. Guys, you can do this too. You can create a recipe for your life. Think about what brings you joy, and and ask yourself how often does this need to be here. When we come back from the break, Alex is going to share a story with us that might tug at your heartstrings. It might even scare you a little, but it's a big reason why she's doing this project. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Healthy Heather from Heather Solves Everything. I want to thank my sponsor, Kyleen and Ryan Studios, a local husband and white photography team who specialize in weddings and portraits of all kinds. Whatever special event you have coming up, they're your photographers for life. With a combined 32 years of professional photography experience, their unique perspectives shine through in every image you see. Find out more at kyleenandryan.com. That's kyleenandryan.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. We are boogieing. the studio today (laughs) talking with alex about the alex project this is her third conversation in oh gosh how many are we gonna have a lot this year (laughs) at least 12 (laughs) at least 12 (laughs) because we're gonna check in every month and see how alex is doing on her goal of creating balance in her life and um She's created a recipe for her life and you know, the ingredients that she knows that she needs to have um, to be able to be Alex, to be able to be present and and do her best work. And when we came out of the last segment, I shared that Alex has a story to share. There's some background into why this is a priority right now. I mean, yeah, we talked about her heart and you know, we talked about her stress. We talked about those spikes in the chart there was an incident that was a little bit of a catalyst for some of that i mean everybody has stress everybody has that kind of stuff but every once in a while something happens in life that just jolts us and even when we think that we're over it it we're not over it and at the beginning of the year alex shared with me you know new year's resolutions were weird this year like i really saw things in a new way and can you share with us what you meant by that? Yeah. So,
0: I'm very much a goal setter, New Year's Eve resolution lover, uh, word of the year person. That got the vision board. Oh, well, actually, I've never done a vision board. What? I know. Okay, we'll talk about that <laughs> later. I know, but but everything else, yes. because um, because making a vision board would actually take like me like being some. Sort of crafty, and that's where I struggle a little bit bit with that. But we'll dispel that myth later. Yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, so uh, January twenty twenty was was a a rough month for my family. We were involved in a shooting um, where we were driving home from the park with kids in the car, having a grand old time. It was just a a few days into the new year, and um, you know, we ended up getting shot at. Uh, several times, several bullets hit the car and entered. It was an extremely scary situation. We were thankfully all very okay physically, but, um, you know, the mental road of that is a lot different than the physical road. Uh, you know, we we came away from that, you know, unscathed on our bodies, but it, it really took, took a toll on us. And then a couple months later, a pandemic hits and <laughs> We lose childcare, and the world shuts down, and all the things. So we, we weren't really going into to taking care of all of that stuff. That kind of just got pushed to the wayside. Um, so, you know, year or so goes by, not taking care of it, and then that's when I start having the heart problems, and I go through all the cardiologist tests and everything comes back clear and it, they just said, you know, you have got some cumulative trauma Mm -hmm. that you have not taken care of. And it's now coming out with these red flags that your body's sending you and you need to take care of it or (laughs) you're going to continue having problems. So, um, going into the new year, just, there's that anniversary date, right? Mm -hmm. You know, that, that comes back. And it just with that anniversary date being so close to new years and that year we had, you know, so many grand plans for 2020. Didn't everybody have right. grand plans for 2020? Mm-hmm.
1: It was going to be the best year. <laughs> it
0: was. I was so excited. I
1: had all these grand plans and it Taco just... Tuesday was actually going to be on a Tuesday, <laughs> right? <laughs> it, uh... Cinco de Mayo. That's what it was. Cinco de Mayo oh, was yes. on a Tuesday. Yeah. On, we are so On excited. Taco Tuesday. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, just going into the new year now is so much different because there's the anniversary date involved in it. And there's, I I remember having so much excitement for 2020 and then that got crushed. And so it's like, do I even set goals now? You know, like I, I don't, I, it really caused some uh, turmoil of, you know, do I do this or not? Because is it just going to get squashed? Is it going to be worth it? And so that's where I was at this year. And that's not my normal self right. to be like that. So that was a weird
1: yeah. weird way to go into things. Well, you know, so many times we have that pendulum, you know, that swings. And we tend to go to extremes of, you know, I've got all these plans. And then, oh, what's the point? And, you know, before we kind of talk about that, I want to go back and reflect on the, the cumulative trauma. Yeah. You know, I think that. People might think, I haven't experienced trauma because nothing catastrophic has happened in my life. But your body still responds to events regardless of what you call them. Mm-hmm. And your doctor helped you to see that the health problems that you were experiencing were residual effects from this incident that you never had time to to deal with because you were trying to keep up with 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that ended up shifting your your attitude. hmm So what did you do in response to that? Well, you know, for a while,
0: nothing. <laughs> and that's <laughs> why I started having the issues. But um, well once, you know, once I realized that that's what it was, like, okay, well, then we need to take care of this. We need to start therapy. That was the first step. Um, and then kind of, I guess I was building that ingredient list that we talked about before I even knew it was just, all right, what's, what's the first step? What do we do to kind of start taking the edge off of things and and making progress and taking those baby steps, um, asking for help, (laughs) getting some accountability, Mm -hmm. um, so that I couldn't just keep putting it off. I think that's really easy as, busy people, whether you're a mom or not, but especially as a mom, you are just not top on that totem pole of priorities most of the time. At least if you're not setting that for yourself, then it's not happening because nobody else is putting you up there. And I was not putting myself first until I started having serious problems. And then that's when I had to decide that I was going to put myself first because I had to, because I can't, pour from an empty cup, as they say, you know, like you got to put your mask on, your mask. Well, that has a whole <laughs> other meaning whole now, other doesn't it? Now.
1: Your oxygen mask. Your ox-
0: oxygen mask. You got to put that on first before you help other people. And
1: it just took going through all of those red flag moments until I got there. So there's somebody listening to this right now, who's thinking about the trauma that happened to them, that they know was a data point, that that started a ripple effect that they might still be dealing with and and i wonder what's your advice to them for taking the first steps towards getting into a better place i think just
0: not being in denial about it maybe is just deciding like yeah this is a problem we've got to do something about it because until you've decided that that's going to happen you're just going to keep doing your same Unhealthy habits. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it's that big cup of grace. Yeah. You know, of nobody is expected to understand and know how to do everything the first day. Mm-hmm. In fact, you said something to me earlier about wanting to give yourself kind of that reminder that you're learning in these habits. Mm-hmm. Tell me about what habits you've really liked that have developed since the beginning of the year and what you want to continue to establish.
0: Yeah. So I, the lunch hour is huge. That one hour a day. It's amazing what one hour a day can do. Like it really, (laughs) it, it seems so little until you're doing it. And then it's just, it's, it makes a huge difference. Um, and so I haven't been maybe able to execute that hour at the same time. And so I just shifted a little bit. And I think that being flexible that, you know, I can, I can learn how to do the things that I need to do. And it might not always look the same way, but as long as I'm moving forward on that path, creating these healthy habits, doing that hour a day, no matter what time of day it is, and just making sure that I'm getting that in, then I'm setting myself up for success for the next day.
1: So you sat down to to make resolutions or goals or whatever for the year, and your brain was like, what's the point I mean, like, the last two times that we did this, yeah. everything blew up. Bad track record. <laughs> but you still set them. Yeah. And, and it sounds like you're just setting them with a, with a closer expectation. And by closer, I mean, like, the time period that you're looking at is a smaller time period. It's about today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being in the moment. Yeah. What can we do today? We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, Mm-mm. but all you know is that... You've got your ingredient list for today, and it includes an hour for you. Mm-hmm. Guys, there's so much here. We could talk for hours, but I've got an idea for how Alex can continue to remind herself that she's still learning in this process and that there's no expectation that she is going to get all of this completely right on her first try resolutions may have changed the new year may feel different your perspective might feel different but that doesn't mean that you have to stop doing the things that help you move forward when we come back i've got an idea for how you can start establishing habits even when you're making mistakes stay with us we'll be right back Hey guys, it's Healthy Heather. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. This is the show where we tap into your intrinsic strengths to solve the everyday problems of life. And I need your help. If you've got a problem that needs solving, let me know. It just might make it to the show. Go to CoachHealthyHeather.com and click on Solve My Problems. Submit your idea, send it to me, and you never know, it might end up being on an episode of Heather Solves Everything. welcome back it's Healthy Heather and you're listening to Heather Solves Everything we're solving Alex's problems today <laughs> I don't know about all that I don't know that we're solving the problems yet but we're identifying what they are we're celebrating the solutions that you've already discovered and um, and we're talking about what you want to be doing next mm-hmm. and you've Then talking about giving yourself grace and and allowing yourself to make mistakes as you go through the learning process of some of the things that you are wanting to establish. Yes. And that recognition that you're still learning. Right. (laughs) And that I don't have to do everything perfect. You don't have to the do first everything time. perfect the first time. <laughs> Even the second time. You or don't the have third to do it. No. or <laughs> I mean, eventually your definition of perfect oh, will yeah. evolve <laughs> and what you're doing will be fine. Mm-hmm. But I can totally relate to beating yourself up when you know what your potential is. And in our minds, our potential is infinite. And so we should be able to do this completely, perfectly. All the things, all the time. All the time. <laughs> So it immediately, immediately my brain went to chapter 39 of my book that's coming out soon. It's available for pre-order and I've already pre-ordered mine. (laughs) Happy Healthy You, Breaking the Rules for a Balanced Life. Um, It's available for pre-order now wherever books are sold. I encourage you to go to your local bookseller and ask them to order it for you. And in my book, you'll have 52 essays that I have curated from all of the writing that I've done over the past five or six years that I put together as a journal of sorts. And each essay is accompanied by um, some extra stuff and some journaling questions and some reflection prompts. And when you were talking about this, I'm still learning, it immediately brought me chapter 39. So hang on, I'm about to get coachy on you. Chapter 39, or week 39, depending on how you want to think about that, is called Bump Into the Walls of Your Goals. And I wonder if you can imagine with me that you've moved into a new house. I'm sure that you've done this at some point in your life. Do you remember how it felt to be so unsure which switches turned on certain lights? Or to wake up at night and wonder how to get to the bathroom? You might even feel disoriented, like, where am I? Adjusting to a new location takes a while, but eventually you learn how to fold the towels so they fit in the closet on the shelf the right way. You figure out how long it takes for the water to heat up in the shower. You learn which room is the coldest at night. But you have to live there for a while before the house really feels like home. Now, imagine that you've been in your new place for a day or so. And while you're still unpacking, you're surrounded by boxes, somebody barges in and says, tell me where the can opener is. And you may be startled. You may look around at the half-unpacked boxes scattered around and say, I'm not sure. Oh, really, says the intruder, crossing his arms with a self-satisfied smirk. You've been here a full day, and you still don't know where the can opener is? I'll bet you'll never know. This whole idea was stupid. This house is never going to work. I can't believe you even tried this. So now you may get defensive in this situation. You may say, well, hang on a second. I just got here. I haven't even unpacked. Give me a few days to get organized, and then I can tell you where the can opener is. And he may shrug and turn on his heel and sit in the corner and wait to be proved correct. Now, this conversation might seem ridiculous to you, but we do the same thing with our health goals. How many times have you been on a diet for a week and then you stepped on the scale to see little to no change and hear that voice that says, I told you so? It's the same one that barges in and demands the can opener when you've only been there for a day. But for some reason, when it happens inside of our minds, we don't get defensive and stand up for ourselves. We hang our heads and say, You're right. This was dumb. This will never work. But in your new house, you do find the can opener, you do figure out the light switches. You do learn that you have to jiggle the door a certain way so the deadbolt will lock on the first try. You learn all of those things about your new house just like you're learning all those things about yourself. And then after living there for a while, you can find your way around in the dark. You don't even have to turn on the lights. You know which part of the floor squeaks and where to watch for Legos that you might step on. You know that place like the back of your hand because you stuck around long enough to unpack the boxes and figure out the new layout. Now this is the same thing with the habits that we cultivate. We have barely begun, but we start demanding results and expecting to be proficient in our new skills. If we don't get results fast enough, if we overeat during a weekend of travel, if we can't find the keys after we promised we were never going to lose them again we assume that change will never happen but here's the thing guys it's okay to bump into the walls while you're finding your way around a totally new place give yourself some time to bump into the walls try a few light switches before you call it quits and move out give yourself some space to learn and keep unpacking Now, if bumping into the walls of your goals seems a little bit easier said than done, then I have some mantras that you can throw back at that intruder. The first one is one that Alex already shared. I'm learning. There is a learning curve to creating health habits. Remind yourself that you're learning and give yourself credit for what you've already figured out. You can even keep a notebook of your discoveries as a visual reminder of what you've learned when that voice starts to get snippy. Another mantra, give me some space. I don't know about you, but I find it almost impossible to work when someone is reading over my shoulder. Like my fingers get wonky and I can't type. I make stupid mistakes and I get aggravated because I need some space. And you might too. And this mantra might work best when you physically stretch your arms out to the side and literally make space for yourself. Six feet, friends. This is your goal. You can take up the whole room if you want to. And when that voice comes in, you can say, give me some space. I'm still learning. Third mantra, keep unpacking. I'm unpacking. There's a picture on the wall of my living room that has been crooked for like four years. And every once in a while, I see it. And I admit that I should just take the nails out and do it over again. But I haven't done it. I've never done it. And it's okay, because it reminds me that I'm a work in progress, and I'm always settling in. Allow yourself to keep unpacking and get settled before you decide whether the place doesn't work out for you. So, Alex, thank you for reminding me of this. You're moving in. You are just still unpacking. There are still boxes for you to unpack. So give yourself some grace. And allow yourself to bump into the walls. I love that. All right. We'll be back in a month. What do you want to be celebrating then? In a month,
0: I will have made some meal plans. Excellent. I did good about cooking, but that was on a whim cooking. I'm going to do some more organized meal plans and cooking. All right. Mm -hmm.
1: And I'm also going to go on a date with my husband. Yes. (laughs) All right. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, her husband's so cute, too. <laughs> He's a cutie pie. Okay. So you've got some momentum, and now you're going to pick up speed. You're, you're going to actually make some meal plans mm-hmm. so that it's it becomes a richer, you know, less of a, you know, copy, paste, copy, paste, but we've got a plan here. Yep
0: my right. my sons into mario and this is like we're leveling up it's the next leveling level. up leveling up <laughs> nice it. level
1: i love it all the time all right guys we did it we solved another problem with a little Woo. help from our friends alex thank you for being here today thank you for Now, y'all can stay in touch with me and the show on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for Heather Solves Everything. And if you have a problem to solve, go to Heather Solves Everything and click on Solve My Problems to submit a show topic idea, and we'll get it done together. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope that something great happens for you today and that you bump into the walls and you don't feel bad about it. Give yourself some space. You're still learning. I'm Healthy Heather, and I'm always here to help you solve everything.
0: To connect with Heather and find out more about today's show, just look for Heather Solves Everything on
1: Facebook and Instagram. With a little help from your friends, you can solve everything, too.